0: You're listening to The Seed, brought to you by Staley Credit Union and the Brecknitz Group of Raymond James. Welcome to The Seed. I'm Julie Staley over at Spencer Films. And joining me is my co-host, Laura Yar, over at the Staley Museum in Decatur. How are you, Laura?
1: Fine, Julie. How
0: are you? Pretty good today. Uh, We are uh, busy here as you guys are over there. We're uh, getting our documentary Fields of Gold wrapped up. Uh, We're pretty excited to finally start seeing the end of this um, and having uh, some announcements soon about when it will be coming out. So uh, that is forthcoming. But meanwhile, a lot of things going on in Decatur, a lot of things going on at the Staley Museum. Uh, We talked about these in our last podcast, but we have uh, more details to talk about, update to talk about with the Taste of History that's coming up. Tell us about that event, Laura.
1: Well, Taste of History, I think, is one of the best events that Decatur does. Um, It gives people an opportunity to really see some of our historic homes shine and to learn, you know, about uh, Decatur's history, in in, in this case, industrial history, because the Mueller Museum is one of the partners and Staley Museum uh, is another partner. Um, it's a fun night so you know people that come uh, they come to hear music, they come to have appetizers and drinks and they come to just enjoy themselves and socialize and while they're here they can they can stroll around either the historic homes or the museums and learn maybe learn something about the community that they didn't know before they signed on for the event.
0: Absolutely. Things people don't know. Um, You may not realize how much history we have in Decatur. Uh, There there is uh, so much to learn, so many new things. Um, You know, we've been involved as a museum with these organizations for many years. um, And I find that, you know, when I'm involved in an an event with with the other organizations, I learn something new every time. So uh, there's always something new uh, to find out at each one and to really go in and experience these homes and these museums is really, really incredible. Uh, so, it, yeah, it is a really, really fun night uh, for everyone. It, um, it, it also shows the camaraderie that is indicator uh, among the historic groups uh, that are working together uh, mm-hmm. to create something something exciting. This is, now correct me, Laura, is this the
1: first year since the pandemic? This We, we attempted last year, um, but people, you know, it, it, Early on, it became um, we understood that people just weren't ready to get out for this kind of event. You know, when you when you have a, a an event where you're serving um, food, you can't really require mm-hmm. masks. And last year, I think people there were a lot of people that were still kind of, you know, tentatively not sure whether they wanted to be in, in group settings. We do sell quite a few tickets, but I think people should understand that also there are five venues. So people are moving around to all of these different me- venues that you don't usually find really large crowds at any, at any single one, people are constantly kind of moving around the Decatur trolley will be, you know, transporting people from location to location to other people may choose to drive. But um, so, you know, there's, there's plenty of, there's plenty of space to spread out and each venue is unique and it's, you know, unique and interesting. Um, You've got a museum venue like the, like the Mueller Museum. You've got two very well-established historic homes with, with incredibly beautiful interiors and 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 artifacts there. You've got the Culver House, which is a historic home that is in the process of being remodeled and uh, to be to make it available to the community. So at that home, you're going to be able to see a little bit of the process of uh, what a house goes through to try to, you know, be remodeled and become relevant again. And then, of course, you've got the Staley Home, which is this really incredible, magnificent um, old home, which is also a museum. So you, you get a lot of different flavors at each site. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Like literally, with the the food and, and the history, uh, being able to see historic homes and uh, uh, museum memorabilia, uh, all of that in one package. Uh, and, and yeah, they're just so so much history tied up in, in, in one event. Um, and, and we have so many organizations and businesses in town that really support Decatur, support Decatur's history, support the legacy. Uh, one of our sponsors, the Brecknitz Group of Raymond James, they have a team of professionals with more than 250 years of combined experience offering steadfast guidance for families, individuals, businesses, and institutional investors. And their powerhouse of experience is supported by the award-winning resource of Raymond James, one of the largest independent financial service firms in the country. And for more information, you can visit thebrecknitzgroup.com. That's T-H-E, thebrecknitz, B-R-E-C-H-N-I-T-Z, group.com the Brecknitz Group of Raymond James. It's a financial future backed by strength and stability. Uh, And we sure have that uh, in our uh, community of of history indicator. A lot of people, a lot of organizations really uh, sponsoring and uh, backing all of that. Laura, um, when people come to the Staley Museum, they will be able to see something new uh, or expanded, I guess, uh, Mm -hmm. new and expanded that we're celebrating uh, at the museum, which is really, really important in the history of A.E. Staley, which is, of course, the soybean. That's what it's all about.
1: Yeah, actually, um, as museum director, I would say that this is possibly the most important story. Uh, I mean, it's all important. I shouldn't say that. But this one, the the soybean story is definitely um, has had a a very large uh, relevancy, not only for Illinois or the Midwest, but uh, it really has, uh, changed the, the the look of agriculture since since the soybean came mm-hmm. on on uh, you know on board and Staley you know it, it, Staley's development of the soybean program at his company, you know, had a lot of different steps and a lot of different um, parts to it. But yes, we are going to have an exhibit that uh, tells a lot of the basic stuff, but also expands a little bit on the why, where, and when of soybeans coming on, on onto the scene for Staley.
0: Yeah, he did a a lot, you you know, the the story as as people know it and as we've told it, uh, you know, he was introduced to soybeans as a boy in North Carolina um and planted them in, in his own uh, at his own farm and and saw the benefit of them at that point. But then of course it wasn't until decades later uh, that he 1920 that he finally realized that uh, uh, this was something to take on uh, for his company but it was after he had done extensive you know research and uh, uh, you know partnered with other organizations uh, to to really, uh, I guess, scope out exactly, you know, he didn't go into anything halfway. He knew exactly what the risks were and what the benefits were. So I think that's important to tell for this story.
1: I, you know, there, there are a lot of different components to it more, even more Mm -hmm. than when you, you scratch the surface and you, you, you think you've got it all together. And then as you work, um, as you work through the story, there are a lot more components, but you're right, Julie, um, one very important component. And I think it's important because when Staley would be interviewed during his lifetime, he would always talk about the soybean story and, and reference back his first exposure to the soybeans as a child. So that definitely left an important mark on him. Um, the, 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 the possibility of soybeans definitely left a mark. His, his, small childhood experience with them, uh, left a mark. Uh, In the later years, you're right. Um, Again, we see with Staley over and over again, um, what he might have lacked in formal education. He always knew how to utilize his resources, do the the groundwork, the foundation work, and then delve into whatever project he had, you know, full throttle um, because he had Utilizes his resources and done his homework, so to say.
0: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, he always did his homework. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, but
0: he And because he was making up for what he felt that he had lacked in school, uh, for those who may not know the background of the story, he uh, only had about a third grade formal education because he had to work on the farm. And um, then his father died when he was a teenager and uh, then he had to take care of the family. So not much opportunity. It was all the uh, real world experiences is what he gained, uh, which which obviously was uh, was what he needed to build the the company that that he did. Uh, w- one of the companies that was there uh, really at the beginning was the Staley Credit Union, and they asked, "What if you owned your bank?" Well, if you join the Staley Credit Union, you will. When you're a credit union member, profits come back to you, not the investors. And and how does that work? Well, if you think lower interest rates on loans, higher dividends on savings, and financial education, and unmatched member service you can become a member today by visiting staleycu.com and this institution is not federally insured by member choice but is proudly insured by american share insurance uh staley credit union obviously came uh came on um uh Uh, was part of the, um, the administration building when it was built and that was where it was located originally. Um, but now it is a separate entity, uh, all its own and they have many branches all over. Uh, so it's good to see a a lot of things growing, uh, around the area. You know, our history continues to grow and it's really wonderful to see all of these organizations working together for the taste of history to, uh, you know, bring this back to, to everyone. So, uh, it should be a great night. um, I always enjoy having people come in on events like that because I love hearing the stories that they have to share
1: about the company. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, and I, I think one of the one of the best parts of Taste of History is because of the way it it it, it has been set up, uh, we are seeing uh, an interest in younger generations. Coming into local history, you know, local history uh, in on so many levels has always kind of been an older generational type of, you know, type audience. But with Taste of History, with it, you know, with us having the appetizers and kind of the music and, you know, kind of lightening up the mood, um, we're, we're starting to see a younger generation of of interest and audience at, at the event. And that's really wonderful to see because somebody will have to carry local history on into the future. So we need, it's really great to see a, a younger group coming in and taking an interest in, 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 in local history
0: yeah absolutely and and many of them are are influenced by their own family history with the company and with the area so uh, so that's always again wonderful to hear everyone's stories so yeah taste of history coming up on October the first tickets are still available there's a Facebook page you can go to taste of History Decatur and find all of the information there and uh, we hope that uh, we'll see you that night if not come to the museum we would love to see you uh, uh, and tell us about your stories uh, regarding Decatur, Decatur history, or your history with the Staley Company. Uh, join us again for our next podcast coming up on October the 4th. We want to thank our partners, the Herald and Review, First Mid Insurance Group, McGuire, Juhaus, Huffman, and Buckley CPA firm. And of course, our sponsors, the Brecknitz Group of Raymond James and the Staley Credit Union. That is it for now. Laura, thank you for joining us. We really enjoy all the stories that you have to tell us too. Thank you. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.